Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 903, air date March 17th, 2021. All right, good evening, everyone. It is Dr. Shiva Adure. We have a uh, important topic to discuss here, um, and it intersects multiple systems. One is racism. It intersects hypocrisy of the Cuomo brothers. Um, my personal experience with Chris Cuomo who him and his brother appear to have a very common thread. The Cuomo brothers um, deny assault when it's convenient for them. And we're gonna talk about that. And I have two uh, important guests here, uh, Richard and Michelle, who were at an incident that took place about a couple of years ago when a gentleman attacked me because I dared expose the liberal racism of Elizabeth Warren. So we're going to wait for people to come in. I wouldn't call him a gentleman. Yeah, we'll wait for people to come in. There are people still coming in. So we have about uh, about 300 people here. How many people do we have there, Michelle? 111. Okay, 111. So good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Idre. We have Richard Georgia and Michelle J. on here. The two people here are um, in here via uh, phone and not via video. But it's good to be here. So we have people from uh, Boston, Matt Kennedy, great to have you, Ontario, Canada, uh, Howdy from Oklahoma, Ohio. Who do we got, Michelle? Victoria, BC, California, Scotland, California. Uh, Gujarat, India. It's great. Michelle's traveled there. Uh, San Antonio, Washington, uh, watching Australia, Texas, Australia. Uh, Florida, Raleigh, North Carolina, Arizona, Texas, Nicaragua. Carolina. Great to have people from Nicaragua. Louisiana. Good, you love your brother too. Okay, North Carolina, Houston, Nevada, England, Oklahoma, Boise, Idaho. Who do we have over here on Instagram? Rhode Island, Australia, Michigan, Georgia, California, soon to be Atlanta. Aloha from Central Florida, San Diego. Fantastic, New York. Great, we have a lot of wonderful people here. I, I, you know, this time, Richard, Richard, you're a Nighthawk, aren't you, Georgia? What's that? I said you're a night owl, aren't you? Sort of. Yeah. So we have Richard Georgia here. Richard um, was the uh, great volunteer for our campaign. Richard probably must have single-handedly put in about ten thousand miles on that bus that we rode. But um, we're having people log in. And let me see if I can bring up a couple of other interesting uh, things that I want to bring up. Let's go if I have some of these. All right. All right. Let me uh, begin uh, this evening. So welcome, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Idure. I have two guests here, Michelle and Richard. And we're going to have a discussion about something that's going on current right now. It is having to do with the Cuomos. Uh, many people are aware that Andrew Cuomo, uh, if you look at the pandemic crisis, uh, you know, anyone looking at the situation knew there were some serious issues going on with these elderly people and how they were being mistreated in the nursing homes. And now the reality of the, a lot of the mistreatment of those people is coming out. And then obviously there's been a number, not one, not two, but multiple uh, allegations about um, his 
uh, sexual assault. And some of you may have seen these headlines. I mean, this is Andrew Cuomo, not the brother who works at CNN, but we'll go over to Chris Cuomo shortly and I'll share with you my experience with this fellow. But um, this actually came out, you know, in the fake news New York Times, but you know, even they are, are uh, biting the hand that actually fed them. They used to be very close to uh, Chris Cuomo. It's a sexual harassment claims against Cuomo. Uh, what we know so far, multiple women have accused government Cuomo of sexual harassment for inappropriate behavior, prompting calls for his resignation. That was one of the things that, and, and it's going, obviously, if you've been watching the story, it's been going wild all over the internet. The other interesting thing on the other side, and this is sort of another uh, level of hypocrisy. We can see right here, this came out uh, with the fact that the government's aide, who is excused of helping cover up the nursing home death tolls, was once a professor of ethics in government. Okay, ethics and government. So there were, as you know, there the number of cover-ups of the nursing home death tolls were quite extraordinary. And uh, the facts are coming out how Cuomo covered these things up. And um, this woman who was his aide was once a professor of ethics. So I wanted to give you sort of those two data points um, about Andrew Cuomo. So Andrew Cuomo, he has a rich history of uh, essentially being the mobster in New York, uh, controlling the press, controlling essentially whatever, he pretty much gets what he wants. And we don't know all the details, but clearly the establishment is spitting him out. And they probably have some internal feud, which will come out probably a couple of years from now. We won't know, some, someone will write a book, but clearly he doesn't meet their needs anymore and they need to toss him out. I'm sure these uh, assault allegations uh, have existed you know, for a long time. It's interesting when they're coming out right now. But so there you have Andrew Cuomo, you have the events that are um, coming out with his whole events with the sexual assault allegations. And then you have the assault deaths that took place in the nursing homes. My interaction is not with Andrew Cuomo, but with the other brother. And by the way, Cuomo's denying all of this, right? He's denying anything occurred. In fact, he's uh, ignoring all of it and he doesn't want to deal with it. Now, so that's one case of assault. But to me, the Cuomo brothers are into denial of, in this, in the case of Andrew Cuomo, sexual assault, old assault and death on old people. But in the case of Andrew Cuomo, my interaction, I mean, uh, Chris Cuomo, who's the brother at CNN, and it's interesting, his brother has said nothing about his brother, his other brother. Now, Chris Cuomo back in, Richard, when was that? 2017, right? 2018? 2017, 2018. Some of you know that I ran for United States Senate my first run against a woman called Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, as some of you may know, claimed she is, in my view, the real racist. Elizabeth Warren, my definition, look, I've, I've suffered all sorts of, you know, discrimination, segregation all my life. And um, I have a definition of racism that is not the definition that the white liberals in places like Massachusetts have defined racism. To them, racism is don't use the N-word, you know, and if you don't support affirmative action, then you're racist. Well, the definition of racism that I think is much more accurate is using race to advance, advance oneself, using, you know, race to advance oneself, you know, racism, right? And uh, when you look at someone like Elizabeth Warren, she lied saying that she's a Native American Indian. Um, and you look at her entire career, she's done that. 
when we ran against Elizabeth Warren, Massachusetts, and by the way, I went to MIT, did all those degrees, never ever used my skin color, never ever used any of those things to get any type of special treatment. Elizabeth Warren did. And that's how she got her job at Harvard. That's how she got her job in academia. And when we brought this out, the liberal media called me a racist because I did a very powerful ad campaign and I'll show you to you. Um, and it was, it was really about integrity, but it was a, in many ways, a very powerful ad campaign. And I'll show you, uh, you know, if you go on Google and you type in fake Indian, real Indian, you'll see these uh, wonderful things. And, and we had our bus here. Here's a picture of our bus. Um, some of you may remember it. Let me bring this up here. Um, actually, what I'm going to do to make this a little more, um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think this will work. Okay. So if you go here, here is our bus. And actually, what I got to do is let me stop this screen. I'm going to have to share the all the screen with you. So share screen, the entire screen. So if you look at this here, we ran a very interesting ad campaign. And I think it'll go down in history as a very hilarious campaign, but a very powerful campaign. And the campaign, this was on the side of our bus. And it said, let's see if this, someone brings it up. Oops. Someone's doing all this nonsense here. Hold on one second, guys. Let me go back to this. It's one of those sites. But if you go, uh, let me go back to, okay, this was in CBS News, okay? The side of our bus had a big sign of Shiva. And as you can see it here, this was in CBS News. It said, Real Indian running against Senator Elizabeth Warren defends sign calling her a fake Indian. So we had a big sign on the side of our bus, uh, which you can see here. I don't know why we can't see it exactly here, but let me go back to this, okay? Uh, let me see which is a good example here. Uh, here we go, Boston Globe, okay? So if you see right here, is it images? Yeah, so if you see right here, Here's the, uh, a lot of these things are behind paywalls now, unfortunately. But if you um, Google fake Indian, real Indian, does it come up? I'm sorry, this is also behind a paywall. So let me go. Um, which one can we bring? Oh, Miami Air Herald, okay? I think these guys are pretty good, okay? So Miami Herald, I don't think they're behind a paywall, all right? So let me bring these guys up. Okay. So it said, Real Indian challenging Elizabeth Warren must remove signs calling her a fake Indian city says. So what this article is about was our ad campaign, which is painting here was only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. So that's what our ad campaign was, as you can see uh, right here as it's coming up. Okay, it said only the real Indian can defeat the fake. So we had a big bus, which we used to park in my parking lot, which I pay for a building that I bought. And it would say, had a picture of me and Elizabeth Warren. And it said only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. And in fact, here is another, and we used to pass out these flyers all over, you know, uh, everywhere we went. It said U.S. Senate campaign, uh, only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. And, you know, this was a slogan. It was a great slogan. And I'm sure some of you are probably laughing at it. But I, anyway, the slogan was only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. Michelle, you remember it, Richard? I remember. Now, let me tell you who got upset at this, Okay. The people used to get upset at this. Yeah, it was a genius of an ad campaign, if I say so myself, because it had the Indian, the Indian. And by the way, so what happened is when we put up that sign, I put it up on my bus in our building. We get a letter from the city of Cambridge telling us that we need to take down the sign, that we had violated some city code. 
it was a bogus thing. It was just a threat. Most people would have caved in. Well, I filed a lawsuit for them in federal court, right? Yeah, did. They didn't expect it. And they backed off and they ran between their tail between their legs. So it was a big win because I have every right to put anything on a bus. And furthermore, I'm a political candidate. Government speech cannot supersede political speech. But anyway, um, so if you go and type in real Indian, fake Indian online, you'll see all these, you know, we got quite an amount of press on it. This was a bus that was right there. You can see it there. Only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. And um, we raised a lot of problems for the liberal elite, like a Chris Cuomo. And what do I mean by that? You see the liberal elites, the liberal elites in the United States have created a narrative of what is racism. And it plays, remember, remember part of what I talk about in our entire discussion, you know, in our whole movement for truth, freedom, and health, that we need to move beyond the left and the right, beyond Trump, beyond Bernie, all these fools, beyond Elizabeth Warren is the left and the right want us fighting this black and white race war. They never want us to get to the real issue. So what's happened is a right wing, look, there is racism. There is. Here in Belmont, when I first moved here, the a bunch of cops didn't even believe I had the right to live in Belmont. They came to my door at 2.30, knocked on the door and said, show me your ID. So there is racism. And when I said, I'm not showing my ID, they smashed into my home. It was quite an incident, okay? Um, but, and I've, so there's a real racism. The right wing denies that racism exists, okay? Because some of them are racist. The left wing takes advantage of that. And what they do is they have created a fake racism. So they said, okay, don't use the N word, be politically correct, you know, um, uh, be for affirmative action. And therefore, uh, you know, you have, thank you, uh, th that therefore you end racism, but they never address the real racism and the real racism. And by the way, here's the, one of the magnetic signs. Maybe we should make these available. Only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. We used to have these, people used to stop us. These are a souvenir item, okay? Um, probably gonna explosively go up in price, but that was our campaign two years ago, all right? Everyone see this again? This was our campaign. These were car magnets, okay? So the real racists on both sides don't wanna ever have a real discussion of racism. Let me tell you what racism is. It's using race either to create a race war, left and right both do that, or using race for one's political advancement. And that's why this foolish woman did, Elizabeth Warren. She's a complete fake. She is a fake Indian, all right? And she used that to get her position at Harvard Law School. So the problem that the liberal elites had was that here was a guy who is an actual Indian. By the way, I actually, not only from a biological standpoint, not only do I, I, I did the 23andMe, not only do I have East Indian blood in me, but I also have Native American blood that comes from the Yakuts. So I'm a double Indian. Some people say dot and feather, right? I'm both, okay? So Elizabeth Warren, they couldn't, so I sent her three DNA test kits. Remember that, Richard? Not one, not two. We held a DNA dance party. I sent her a DNA test kit. The idiot Elizabeth Warren returned it. I put it up on Twitter, it went viral. But anyway, Elizabeth Warren, finally because of us, because of us, we had 10,000 of these lawn signs all, I mean, sorry, 4,000 of these lawn signs all over Massachusetts. She finally takes her DNA test. They couldn't find enough Indian genes in there, so I had to throw in Peruvian and Mexican genes to make up for it. So anyway, I give you that background because that was our, <laughs> someone said that was freaking funny, Doc, yes. So 
that was our uh, 2018 election. It was the first time I ran. Uh, the Republican GOP, another bunch of numbskulls, they ran a fool, a guy called Dirty Deal, who photoshopped a picture with Trump. It was a complete circus. They didn't want a guy like me even running against Warren because they wanted a designated loser. We ran an independent campaign. We got 100,000 votes, five times more than any U.S. Senate candidate. But anyway, one part of our campaign was getting to Chris Cuomo. We went out all the way to Western Mass. Where was that? Berkshire County? Berkshire's? And we heard that, well, where was it, Richard? Great Barrington. Yeah, Great Barrington. By the way, this is Richard. Uh, Richard was a great volunteer of ours, Richard, and still is. Richard uh, drove the bus everywhere. It was a three-hour bus ride. We took our beautiful bus. Let me show you the bus. Yeah. Just, just to add one thing about the bus. Yeah. We had a fight from day one when we put that ad up on the bus, just to get into the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Yeah. So, by the way, when we put, let me just bring up the picture of the bus. When we put up this ad on our bus, you have to understand it created a lot of problems for the establishment. They didn't like us even putting this sign up. And the Republican and the Democrat establishment um, wouldn't allow us in the St. Patrick Day Parade in Boston. But when we went in that St. Patrick Day Parade, our bus right there was the most appreciated bus. Everyone would scream when our bus went by, everyone, okay? Because that bus was going after the heart of the hypocrisy of the liberal elite, that they are fakes. They use race when it's convenient for them. They're the racists, all right? So um, one day we went all the way out to Western Mass. We had heard that Elizabeth Warren was speaking with another black woman, Whoopi Goldberg, okay? Okay, who's a complete nut job. And so we went outside the theater in Great Barrington, and it was interesting. We were watching people lining up getting to the theater, and we held up signs, Elizabeth Warren is a racist. Look, she uses race. So these people did not know what to do with us. And all of them were white people, white liberals. Your earthy, crunchy, granola, West Massachusetts, white liberals. And here was me with my megaphone and I was inviting them, and I'll show you the video, inviting them to come over and have a discussion about racism. And I was pointing out Elizabeth Warren is a racist. All right, now this blows these people's minds. All right, this blows these people's minds. Think about the cognitive dissonance for them a dark skin, a black skin Indian guy with a megaphone running as a Republican, calling them racist, okay? This does not compute. So let me play, uh, so you're gonna see in this video, I'm standing across from the theater and our volunteers are holding signs, too bad you can't see the signs, uh, a guy called Marcelo is videotaping it and you will see what occurs, okay? Let me share this with you. So, uh, Michelle and Richard, I'm going to share with them the events, okay, that occurred. So, by the way, um, this is, so you can see this article here that I'm sharing with everyone. And you can see right here, it says, Massachusetts Independent Senate candidate, Shiva Idre punched in the mouth by Elizabeth Warren supporter. Okay, Tim Haynes covered this. Um, and this is, let me play this for you guys. And I want you to, so I'm standing across, and let me, blow this up a little bit over here. So this is the lineup of all these people going into here, Elizabeth Warren. These are your typical white liberals. And I'm calling them racist because they were calling me racist for some reason, because I was a Trump supporter. So listen to this. Racist, 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 racist,
So right there, this guy hits me, okay? And there's Michelle right there. So let me just stop her right here, okay? So Michelle, tell us what happened when you when you saw this. So here, by the way, the guy, if you listen to me, was saying, you're not black. So here's an Elizabeth Warren supporter. And if you listen to him, he's wearing a t-shirt that says liberal, okay? It says liberal. And he pops me. Okay, let me, let me play that again. Uh, I'll play that again right here. He's upset. He says, You're not black. So let me so right there let me just go back here if you see this guy it's fascinating because it's almost as a, it, it's it should be like a okay i'm going to stop it right there if you can see what his t-shirt says to everyone it says liberal okay so look at this scene i'm at a public place calling him a racist because they are supporting Elizabeth Warren as a racist. These people cannot fathom it. This guy says, I have a black, Richard, do you want to say what happened? Richard, why don't you give your commentary, what you remember? Oh, Michelle, you go. You got, let Michelle go, because she's got another. Yeah. Michelle, you were right in the middle. Michelle's right there in the middle with the hat on. And Michelle, why don't you tell people how, how, how it was for you? Go ahead. I, it was, I, I was very Louder. scared. I was very scared. I had a smile on my face, but I was not feeling, I was very, uh, you know, scared that this man was going to hurt you. And, you know, and him saying you're not black was just appalling. Here you are a very dark brown skinned man. And it, it's just, it's, it's just the epitome of somebody who doesn't understand racism. Yeah, I'll play this again for you right where he says this. And you you had to, you know, you had to go to seek medical treatment. I had a big swollen lip. I pitched chipped a tooth. I mean, it was not a, this wasn't, this was very serious. Yeah. Yeah, it was very and, scary. And, and Michelle, you know, there's a woman and, and Michelle is telling him to stay away. And you can look at this scene right here. Michelle is telling him to stay away. This guy does not stop. He goes around, Michelle. You're not black. That's what he says. Everyone hear that? He says you're not black. Go ahead, Richard. Let's remember what, what occurred with you there. Go ahead, Richard. Um, yeah, he, they were just getting all mad. And um, I like also like to point the fact that he, he's not even from Massachusetts. Half those people there were out-of-state donors for Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, and 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 Richard, um, do you want to? Do you remember what happened after they arrested him? Um, yeah, they let him go immediately, and he was welcomed back as a VIP member. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren's people invited this guy after he assaulted a dark-skinned Indian guy for calling him a racist back in as a VIP member. That's what happened. Okay. So um, anyway, I did. People are asking, did I file charges? Yes. You know, I filed charges 
And it was like, I think a couple of months later, we had to drive all the way back to Barrington County. And uh, Richard, I remember you came, my lawyer came with me. And Richard, tell what happened very slowly in the courthouse. We come to the courthouse and remember, yeah, I'm the victim. Okay, go ahead, Richard. Yeah, we get to the courthouse. He decided to bring his whole immediate family or something. He shows up with like 30, 40 people. They packed the whole, whole, whole courtroom was filled with his people. So you as the victim, you had to wait out into the lobby until your case was heard. Right. So just think about that. I go there. I get assaulted. This is clearly assault. Um, I had to get medical care. And when I went to the courthouse, as Richard mentioned, it was packed with all of his liberal friends acting as though he was a victim. Remember that, Richard? They were hugging him, sad for him. As why yes, did they he... took over the they took over the whole courtroom? They yeah. built up the whole courtroom. Uh, the judge um, gave us uh, what we wanted. He got, I think, uh, we, we wanted, uh, I think, jail time for him. We wanted the full extent of the law. I think they gave him nine months probation. He had to do some community service, and then after we left, we found out about. Two months later, they dropped all those charges. Or, or not, they didn't drop them, but they said he didn't have to do some of the community service. So this is in Western Mass, which is all your liberal weenies who are the real racists. And that's what that incident brought up. So what the way Chris Cuomo comes into this is, let me go. Yeah, go ahead, Richard. Yeah, share whatever you want. I, I, I just want to point out the fact that, too, this guy makes money taking pictures of naked Barbie dolls. He, 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 interracial um, Barbie dolls. Like, who would find that shocking? I would think only a racist would find that shocking. That anybody would even find that weird these days. But I don't know. This kind of the guy's. Yeah, funny. yeah. This guy. We we did some research because we were trying to figure out how we should pursue the case. It turns out he's a quote unquote artiste who puts together naked pictures of Barbie dolls. Right, black Barbie dolls, black and white Barbie dolls, and that's his expression of fighting racism. So he thinks he had one up on me because he has some artistic uh, background. And he said, my son-in-law, my black son-in-law. And he said, you're not black. This guy's a complete racist. And he had the audacity to not only stand on the other side of the street, cross over the street, right? Come all the way over and uh, pop me one, okay? And... And it was quite amazing. I mean, you, I'll, I'll play it without, without, the, without the sound. And you can see him literally coming all the way. It took a lot of effort for him to see this, almost like a, 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 some predator. Remember that, Richard? He's walking with this umbrella, comes over, walks across the street, and assaults. Now, if any one of us, if I had done this to him, we would probably be in jail for two years, Richard, easily. Or if Warren got attacked. Uh, it would have been national news. Right. If Warren got attacked, I think you nailed it. If Elizabeth Warren got attacked, I mean, I'm a U.S. Senate bona fide candidate. I'm on the ballot. And this guy attacks a federal candidate. There he goes. OK. So I think I want everyone to understand this. Right. So. Uh, uh, so. And as Richard said, we did some research. He claimed he was an artist. And so a lot of these liberal elites think because they do art, they know about racism or they're married to somebody or they're through marriage, you know, they're absolved of their ability. They can do whatever they want. So this guy was a racist. Now it gets more interesting in this article. So in this article, by the way, um, not too many, you know, th this was covered by Real Clear Politics. Um, 
Uh, and let me let me turn this off. And I want to show you this. Yeah, I think it should be pointed out before this actually happened. We, we were having uh, that nice conversation with a bunch of college kids on the grass there talking about you know politics and stuff like that. And it was cordial. They were listening. It was a um, two way conversation. Yes, yeah, that yes. all happened right before. Yeah. So one of the things I want to um, we I was on one side of the green there with our team. These people are lining up to go do their liberal deed, listening to Whoopi Goldberg and Elizabeth Warren. And I said, look. Why don't we have a real discussion about racism? Why don't we talk about this poster and my position as a person of color, why Elizabeth Warren is the real racist, okay? Like this is racism. So I wanted to have a conversation. Interesting enough, two um, uh, young people, college students did come over and we had an amazing conversation. They said, oh, I get it. I said, do you know Elizabeth Warren is a racist? And we shared with her our reasoning. This guy, was a complete nut job. And so were the people, the adults, quote unquote adults across on the other side of the room. Now, after this occurred, I'm just gonna go over to the uh, article, Richard, okay? After this occurred, let me show the article here. In, in this article that was filed by Tim Haynes, you know, a, a decent journalist. Tim, uh, let me bring this up. You can see, um, let me bring this up here. Tim wrote an article, um, let me bring this up over here. And the article says, Massachusetts independent Senate candidate, Shiva Idre punched in the mouth by Warren. And this was again on July 24th, 2018, okay? And the article says, independent candidate for Senate, Dr. Shiva Idre gets punched by Elizabeth Warren supporter at town hall meeting. The man wearing a t-shirt which said liberal. And by the way, you can see it, his t-shirt says liberal. And if you if you didn't see that, it's it's probably the most hilarious thing. We can see it right here. We just stop and play right here. Right here. Right there. If you can see right there, it's quite extraordinary. His T-shirt says liberal. Liberal. That's what it says. Okay. And uh, he's got the donkey on it. Okay. And so Tim Haynes's article goes on to say, uh, the man wearing a T-shirt with which said liberal and a warrant for Senate approach either with an umbrella while he bull while he bullhorned a queue of Warren supporters outside of a town hall where the Democratic senator was scheduled to appear. And then, and this was a tweet I put out, okay? Live, I was punched in the face by a racist Senator Warren supporter. Now, so, okay, that was my tweet I put out giving my position. And Tim Haynes, I mean, it's clearly, I mean, I don't care, it, you use the microphone as a weapon, you assault someone, you're punching them. I had to go get medical care. And then over here, what you see right after this is, this is what Chris Cuomo, the Chris Cuomo, the same Chris Cuomo, supposedly who cares for Black Lives Matter. Remember, this was before George Floyd, before it was in vogue to say you fight, you support black people, okay? This is what Chris Cuomo writes. And Chris Cuomo quibbled with the characterization that Shiva was punched in the face, noting that the man really punched the megaphone, okay? Is the man pushing the megaphone into his face, the punch in the face, or is there something else we don't see? Let me put that up. I just want everyone to see. This is Chris Cuomo, the scumbag, okay, who is a liberal elite, thinks him because his brother is the governor or whatever, the uh, mayor, right? Mayor, uh, governor, I'm sorry, governor of New York. You know, he can, he, he gets to, let me just bring this up. This is what Chris Cuomo puts up, okay? Does everyone see this? Okay, Chris Cuomo. Um, uh, puts this up, okay? He seems to want to jump in. 
I mean, I've never spoken to Chris Cuomo. He seems to not like, by the way, this video is going viral everywhere because people are seeing the real racist Elizabeth Warren supporters. And I put this up and I mean, Tim says, you know, he's characterizing that Shiva was punched in the face, noting that the man really punched the megaphone. Well, I guess he doesn't understand Newton's law, right? You punch that thing and it carries momentum to my face. Okay, so I was punched. So that, then he says, the Senate. so when Chris Cuomo posted this, I thought I'd give him a chance. So Chris Cuomo is basically making light of the fact an assault and battery took place. All right, and what does Chris Cuomo say? He goes, if you want to know what happened, I, I wrote to Chris, I said, Chris, if you want to know what happened, why don't you ask me instead of speculating? I was the one who was bleeding after he smashed the megaphone into my face. I'll come on and we can have a real discussion about racism in America. My cell number is this. Call me. Well, he never called me. All right. And, and then I wrote back. I said, this is how these white privilege, white supremacists react. What you what you just witnessed is how a white supremacist, which is a liberal white, react when you don't want to hear the truth from, from some dark skinned Indian guy. OK, so but again, I just want to put Chris Cuomo's quote here. It's quite incredible that he's not, you know, denouncing this guy for actually assaulting a person, whether it's black or white. But he's wondering if it was a punch or whether the megaphone was hit. All right. And I I re-speculated to remove the speculations. And no discussion from him. He had a chance. He could have discussed about it. But the bottom line is the Cuomo's, be it his brother who denies all these allegations or anything happened in the nursing home, all the senior citizens that they killed, or Chris Cuomo believes, you know, they, they can look the other way. You know why? Because this is how the elites behave. The Kennedys are like this too, right? They can do whatever the hell they want. It seems that the elites in this country is one rule for them and another rule for us. And they will say that they support black people like Elizabeth Warren, supposedly, or Chris Cuomo when Black Lives Matter is there. But in the day-to-day -day events, they choose what they want to do. And this is, the, this is the real systemic racism. The system of racism is the fact they choose when they want to use race to pit black against white. That's what the real issue is. Richard, did you have any other comments on that? Oh, no, I just heard you said the Kennedys. Didn't, um, didn't the Cuomo's marry into the, into the Kennedys? Right, the Cuomo's married into the Kennedys. Yeah. Uh, someone said Cuomo's Italian for murder clown. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. Uh, is that what it is? I didn't know that. What rhymes with Cuomo? But I want to give people this understanding because racism is an important issue. But the real racism is those people who use race. Black Lives Matter is a wing of the left, and they use race when it's convenient. They do not want to solve racism. On the right wing, you have, you have people who deny racism. So then the left wing, it creates a vacuum. So they have constrained racism to a very small box. Don't use the N-word, right? And they choose when to do. And this is the problem with the left and the right. The left and the right need racism. So one can say, oh, my God, whites are being attacked. And the other can say blacks are being attacked, and they keep it going. So, but when we take a systems approach, when we're, I just got an email from um, uh, some woman who signed up on the membership. She goes, I love everything you're saying, Shiva, but why are you attacking Robert Kennedy? The reason I attack Robert Kennedy is because he is the real scumbag. It's easy to see Hillary Clinton as a scumbag. It's easy to see Biden as a scumbag. It's easy to see Cuomo oh, is a, you know, these guys, but it's hard for people to understand the Robert Kennedys of the world who create the dialectic anti-vax, pro-vax, 
He has done nothing for the vaccine movement except profit from it and just talk about it. He doesn't want a bottoms up movement. He endorsed Hillary Clinton three times as a racist who is the one who got hundreds of millions of dollars from the Clinton Foundation. You have a lot of white liberals out there who don't want to go after the real issue of racism or the real issue of how do we change the world. It is the not so obvious establishment on the left and the right are the reasons that people sit around watching them for to do something. And when a guy like me comes along or, or someone like you goes through a truth, freedom and health warrior training and they say, wow, wait a minute. It's not the establishment. That's easy. It's the not so obvious establishment. That's why recently I've been critiquing Trump. Trump doesn't want to break from the Republicans and Democrats. He attacks the RNC just like the Democrats, just like Bernie Sanders attacks the RNC, you know, gives him his shtick, but then they raise money off of it. They do not want to end the black, white, you know, left, right, uh, Republican, Democrat narrative. And that's why with this guy right here, I was exposing the real racism. The guys who wear the liberal t-shirt who say, I have a, what, have, what did he say? I have a black son-in-law? Is that what he said, Richard? Yeah, he said I'm not racist. I have mixed um, race um, grandchildren or something. Yeah, so therefore he's not a racist, right? So that's what we're talking about. We need to go at the you heart of it. Yeah. You should also point out the fact that 99% of that crowd going to that theater to see Elizabeth Warren were white. Right. That's what's interesting. I don't think, that, I think 100%. 100% of the audience who went into that thing to see Elizabeth Warren were white people. Okay. And this guy, after he popped me, was brought in back to a VIP seat by Elizabeth Warren. That's what took place. And Chris Cuomo's reaction is what I wanted to share with everyone. Chris Cuomo's reaction, like his brother Andrew, shows that the elites don't give a damn about racism, about any of it, anything. They do whatever the hell they want, guys. And this is why I keep coming back over and over and over again we need to build a bottoms up movement. Racism ain't gonna get solved. Uh, health issues aren't gonna get solved. You know, any issue that you really think about, including election fraud, okay? All of Trump's attorneys, Richard, did you think, Richard, you went down with me on January 7th the next day. What did you think about the whole Trump events, Richard? You were very upset. I know you you, you and I were both big Trump supporters. Richard? Yeah, just even like with um, the news now, it's like the Washington Post article, Trump knew those, um, that whole phone call thing was a lie, and he did nothing about it. What do you mean the phone call thing, Richard? With the Secretary of State of Georgia that right. came out. Right. He, he was in office. He could have put in an investigation. He knew they lied about the quotes, right. and he didn't do anything about it. Right. I just. So I think we need to understand when it comes to election fraud, there's a real election fraud and the fake election fraud. Trump did not want to fight this. He didn't. And we have to stop excusing Trump. Just like if you're a Bernie supporter, stop excusing Bernie saying, oh, Bernie had to deal with the DNC. No, he could have started an independent movement. They don't want to. There's too much money to be made. And this is why, you know, people need to understand systems. They need to understand, you need to understand political physics. Otherwise, like this woman who wrote to me, oh, well, Shiva, I like everything you're saying, but don't attack Robert Kennedy. You can work with him. Uh-uh. Robert Kennedy is a reason that we have forced vaccinations right now because he's not a fighter. He wants safe vaccines. And those of you who are who have any doubts about Robert Kennedy, how, how much of a scumbag he is, okay? I had to be the guy who exposed him because you had a lot of liberal white women who want who love Robert Kennedy because they love the Kennedys. Maybe they want to, you know, I don't know, sleep with him. God knows, okay? 
But the liberal elites, it looks like they don't have any principles. And but the truth about Robert Kennedy is when I got into I mean, I've been a health activist since I was four, you know, uh, since I was learned about health since I was a four year old kid. OK, but Robert Kennedy, you know, he's been involved in this medical freedom movement and a lot of people get duped by him. But I was the one to expose him because I saw wherever he went, he keeps losing, losing until it was New Jersey where we created a bottoms up movement. And that's why we stopped that bill from passing, not because of Kennedy. Kennedy is a complete you know, clown. He wants to negotiate with the Democrats. Moreover, he is pro-vaccine. OK, let me just share this with you. If you guys don't know this, you should go to this um, because once I figured out what his shtick was, it was easy to understand he was a controlled opposition. So here's Robert Kennedy in his own words. If you don't, if you haven't heard this, here you go. Let me start it again. Sorry about that. Safety. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. It's the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Okay, so there you go. You say this is liberal hypocrisy. Here's a guy who's pro-vaccine, said he's vaccinated all his kids, is completely for vaccines. But then he goes out and convinces a lot of white liberal women who live in Scarsdale that he's going to fight for their kids. It's bullshit. And when I saw this pattern, I exposed it. And you know who attacked me? The same white liberal women who initially liked me because they said, oh, Dr. Shiva, he's talking about science. But you can't touch a Kennedy. You can't touch a Cuomo. And this is a problem because people, we outsource our leadership. We outsource a movement to clowns. We got to build a bottoms up movement and that's the only way we're going to win. And before you can build that bottoms up movement, you need to have a scientific framework. That's what I've created at VA Shiva in that scientific framework. First, I want to teach you systems theory. It's taken me 40 years to figure this out. I've distilled it. It's a science. There is a science. And if you don't understand the science, you will get duped. And I can say this emphatically, whether you want to join the movement or not, it's up to you. But my intention is the invention of email was a big thing. The invention of Cytosol was a big thing, but the invention of the Truth, Freedom and Health platform, that's what it is. It's a technology platform. It's a scientific platform. It's an educational platform. It's an activism platform. And I'll walk you through it, but I will play you this video. I'm going to keep playing it. That video clearly is about you, that you must build a movement. I have, as a educator, I've created the science. I've created the three Scientific principles, Dr. Shiva's three scientific principles, how we build a movement, no different than electricity, magnetism, and gravity. Number one, we need to understand the relation between truth, freedom, and health. Number two, we got to build a bottoms up movement. It's not going to come from the left or the right. It's not going to come from Trump or the Kennedys. Bullshit. They put us more and more into bondage. And number three, we have to be exposed and get our noggin smart about the controlled opposition. Richard, did you want to say anything about Kennedy? What you saw? Um, well, um, he, 
has to have a whole fleet of um, SUVs. SUVs with them. <laughs> yeah, and then there was supposed to be a march around the building. We actually did the 100 times. He did one round because he's a yeah. Kennedy. They, they stopped the march for the, to the last round for he could have the photo op around the, um, the state house. Right. So if you support these clowns, if you want to be duped, go for it because the movement will that movement going to dead end i'm here to build a movement along with those people who want to elevate their political consciousness and in order to do that you have to admit first i'm a conscious incompetent which means i understand there are things i don't know and i need to learn the physics of it that is what we built so i'm going to play for everyone the video then i'm going to come back i'm going to walk you through very slowly the features our intention is to have a warriors you are the warriors, you are the Jedi Knights, on the ground, truth, freedom, and health warriors who get educated with the nuclear physics of political change. There is a physics. Number two, you understand why we need to build a bottoms up movement. You understand the relation between truth, freedom, and health, and you are able to call out the Cuomos and the Kennedys and the Trumps, all of these people. They're not gonna do jack for you. If you wanna listen to them for entertainment, go for it. No problem. Watch them like you watch WWF wrestling. But if you think they're going to change the world for you, no way. We're going to go, this country will go into more and more fascism and enslavement. That's where it's going to go. Okay? That's what we need to do. We need to build a bottoms-up movement. That's what we need to do. And we got to get rid of the Kennedy shtick or the Trump shtick or the Bernie shtick. We got to go to the you shtick. It is you that's going to change the world. Richard, I'm going to play the video, okay? By the way, we the pro, many of you asked, how can we support you, Dr. Shiva? You did in the campaign now. You can support me by supporting this platform. And how can you do that? You can sign up as a member. But more importantly, I want to give you education. You get the book System and Revolution, which took me about 10 years to write. It's a small book. You can read it. It'll teach you the physics of revolutionary change. What is a revolution? What is a system? Once you understand those principles, you're, you're going to find out those same principles exist in every aspect of, of, of nature, in political systems, in your body, everywhere. And without that, you're going to always be in the dark about not fully clear about how scummy the controlled opposition is. So let me play you. Um, so those of you who want to go to the site and listen, go to vashiva.com, vashiva.com. That's the platform. That's the real technology solution. There is a technology solution that we've created. Let me go right here and I'll show you that. So if you want to go to vashiva.com slash join, or I'm just going to take you to the first vashiva.com and I'll just walk you through quickly through the site. But it is the people like Chris Cuomo. It is the people like Elizabeth Warrens that are the real enemies of people. The obvious establishment, the Hillary's, that's easy. Any dumb idiot can see that. But to understand how Robert F. Kennedy is a schmuck and how he misleads movement, that takes you to raise your political consciousness. All right, so if you go to vashiva.com and along the top, let me log out here because I've been, I was logged in. Along the top, right on top here, you'll see it says join Dr. VA, join Dr. Shiva. Or you can go right here, okay? But if you click on join Dr. Shiva, which is our movement, you'll see welcome to be a Shiva, the revolutionary platform being developed by Dr. Shiva, the man who invented email. This platform provides foundational education curricula and innovative tools to empower you to be a force to deliver real solutions to affect truth, freedom, and health in your local community. So let me play the video and I'll come back and we'll wrap up.
we have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have they don't this reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people there's only one movement that can do that and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts the movement for truth freedom and health look i've been a student of politics since i was a 4 year old kid setting revolutionary movements left wing right wing there is a physics there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment to build a bridge you need to understand Newton's equation you need to understand the laws of gravity you need to understand poisson's ratio there is a way to build a revolution and that's why i put this together my goal is to train a army of truth freedom and health leaders we don't need followers like social media we need leaders but they they need training because the educational system does not teach them history nothing So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people first with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. and without health which is the infrastructure of us and our body you can't fight for freedom third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people people who work united and what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite that must be communist meanwhile they've let the democrats run unions which suppress workers completely corrupt but when you look at the arc of american history it's been when working people came up we need to go local Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement we're giving the science which is the truth and then we tell people what they can do on the ground like with election fraud you don't need to wait for some lawyer our goal is to train people they have to go local to go local to go local fight locally forget lawyers forget politicians forget celebrities you've got to learn politics and there is a science to it they lock us down we should be ready to shut them down And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlsons. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory you're screwed you're going to follow on the the left wing bernie sanders oh he said something or robert kennedy scumbags or you're going to follow you know some right wing talk show host they're not going to lead us to liberation it's us and that political physics it's a nuclear science of change bottoms up we have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do left and right i'm sorry sean hannity may say some good things but i don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge you need to be able to identify a rat you know christ didn't go after the romans right it was the pharisees and the sadducees who screwed him up his own quote unquote people and that's where we're at so these four concepts i've built into a curriculum people can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program we need to train people in political theory you need to have physics and i've created that curriculum 
people need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. Uh, the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in. They can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to vashiva, Victory America Shiva, vashiva.com. So one of the things I wanted to mention there is, you know, uh, one of the uh, uh, individuals that's really uh, been very inspiring to me is the life of Christ. And if you actually go read the, the life of not only him, but many other uh, great beings, you know, at minimum like him, uh, you will find out that in the case of Christ, as I mentioned in the video, his real enemies, I mean, the Romans were obvious. That's like the Bidens and the Clintons and, you know, the Bushes. That's obvious. The not so obvious establishment were his quote unquote own people, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Okay. They were the ones who really screwed him. And it was the, the political lesson. I mean, there's many spiritual lessons, but the political lesson there was most of his fight was against those people. And we have to understand that most of your fight, the same fight now, is against the controlled opposition, the people who say all the right things. You know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees said all the right things, but they collaborated with the Romans, right? And that's what we have today. I mean, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and the medical freedom movement, we're heading to force vaccination. What the hell has this guy been doing? We won in New York, right, Richard? We took our speakers. We galvanized the people on the ground. Richard, did he even bring any speakers when he went down there? No, when we're in New Jersey, he had to borrow our own sound system. He there was like thousands of people there, and all he brought was a megaphone. He bought a little megaphone. We, in our little truck here, SUV, we drove down, packed to the hilt to go fight, and we won. Because, you know, I grew up in New Jersey. It was a bottoms-up movement, and he was critiquing me, him and this other bogus guy, Del Victory. Again, he thinks he's a Hollywood producer, wants to be a star. Look, I lived out in Hollywood, and I've mentioned this before. You know, these people want you to love them and, and treat them as celebrities. But behind closed doors, they call you, I hate to say this word, because I've seen them call people that, star fuckers. They don't like you. So stop following these celebrities. They don't give a damn about you. The only way we're going to build a bottoms up movement is a solution that I've come up with. If someone has a better solution, great, but I haven't fought it. I will bow down to them. But I'm telling you the technology that we've created, it's an educational technology. And on that site, let me go take you to it. Let me t t share with you. And every day, um, our Truth, Freedom, and Warrior Warriors contribute to this. So if you go to this site, you know, vashiva.com, I'm going to take you right to it, right here. Um, you can log in. When you log into the dashboard, when you get into the dashboard, right in there, 
um, you can log in. So everyone, please become a truth, freedom and health warrior. It's a very, uh, I hope you commit to that. You don't have to do that. You can become a supporter. You can just become a member, but I don't have to say, please, you should do it for yourself. Okay. I hope you do it for yourself. But when you log in, you have the dashboard, you have featured videos and premium videos. But one of the cool things we have is all the educations here. This took me 30 years to build the tool, your body, your system. It's a tool that you can apply the same principles that occur in the universe called transport, conversion and storage, transport, conversion and storage to find out how your own body works. The same system that applies for political principles helps you figure out your body is a system. You can go to your body, your system. Um, and um, all of you guys who become supporters or warriors get access to this. So you sign up, you answer a set of questions. It figures out what kind of body you are. It helps you figure out how how you're disturbed, how you're off course. So if you think about the red dot is truth, freedom, and health, the black dot is where we are, we're off course. Then you can figure out the inputs, in this case for your health, of the inputs of food, supplements, exercise can bring you back on course. Now in the course, what I teach is there are similar inputs to transport, conversion, and storage from a physics standpoint are related to truth, freedom, and health. You see, transport of the movement of energy, movement, free movement, that's freedom. Conversion is the ability to take something in one form and convert it to another. You take an idea, you put it through the scientific process, you get to truth. That's truth. And then health is the infrastructure of your body, your physical health. That's what the structural aspect is. So transport, conversion, and storage are scientific universal principles of the science of everything. Those same principles are what our slogan is. So we're not making some slogan locker up or whatever the hell slogan that Bernie had. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's just, it's a joke. It's just for that time, for that moment. The real slogan is truth, freedom, and health because it is integrated within universal law. So, um, so when you log into the system, you are given access to a dashboard, which will give you a tool, the same tool. You can then get access to the courses. Then you can get access to all the video archives. Every Mondays, I spend three to four hours nonstop and I educate people. We've educated now close to 5,000 people all over the world. My goal is to get up to 50,000. Foundations of systems. You get an MIT education in this first part, a two-year MIT education. Then you understand the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Then you understand so you don't ever get shaken to stop following the Kennedys, to follow, stop following the Trumps, why we need to build a bottoms-up movement, and why we must are the biggest enemy to our progress is a not so obvious establishment. That's what we cover. All right. Now that's just the beginning. You get all the courses. All right. But beyond these courses and all the, and by the way, you get four textbooks all available online. You get system and revolution, which is a classic book. I think we've sold close to 200,000 copies right now. Um, and a lot of people. So, but this book will teach you system and revolution. It'll teach you what is a system and what is revolution at a very, very fundamental level. The next thing is I want you to apply these principles to your own personal life. So you could, you, you get also the ebook, Your Body, Your System. This book will teach you how those same principles affect your body, okay? And that's Your Body, Your System. And it'll help you go beyond diets to achieve optimal health. The next book you also get is something even more profound. You can understand that these systems principles can be used to guide your own life, okay? You can understand, you can apply systems principles to relationships, 
You can apply to understand any diet. You can apply to understand how to build a company, an organization. All right. So that's the that's the scientific knowledge you'll get, the education. But that's just the beginning. So the edu- the technology here is you get this education. Then what I want to do is I want to give you tools that you can hang out with each other. Okay. Because when you're on this journey and your political consciousness raises, you're going to feel lonely because you'll be saying, you know, I figured out what Trump is really about. I figured out what Bernie's about. You're going to wonder what, whoa, I need people around me because you have now sort of gone into a a level of truth. Some people call it being blackpilled, Richard, right? Some people have said Um, it's beyond red pilling that you have to now have a community of people that you can build a movement on. So to support that, we have created on the website, for example, there's a forum. Okay, you click on the forum and you literally go to a place where you can see people are having all these different kinds of conversations. So, for example, here's a health conversation. Okay. And this works with your iPhone and your Android. And you can literally join the conversation. This is beyond big tech. This is in our data center. So, you know, it's not like we talk about vaccines, we're going to be thrown off. The next thing here is, There's also a social media, our Truth, Freedom and Health Warriors. We're building literally a community of Jedi type knights where people can join, they can come in, they can then go in, they can join different groups. You can create groups. We have groups now all over the world. And then you can go in and you can join the warrior community. You can create your own page. It's the Facebook equivalent without being reliant on Mark Zuckerberg, okay? So people are coming in, they're creating pages, they're interconnecting with people. And then finally, the last piece is we have the ability for you to become an activist. It's fine you learn knowledge. So, for example, on masks, let me talk a little bit about masks, okay? I think I um, lost you guys here. Sorry about here. Um, you, um, uh, by the way, we talked about members can create their own Facebook pages. Now, the last piece is people can actually come in here um, uh, and literally – start interacting with people, with your neighbors, right? Forget watching TV, forget being on social media all day. You need to get out in in the air and connect with people. So you can print out this three and a half inch by five inch card. The front of it has our branding, you know, the truth, freedom and health movement. And it says building awareness of the risks of masks to you and your child. It's a three and a half by five inch card. You can print this for a couple of pennies. And the back of it, you can use it to educate your neighbors. Not that people are never going to agree with you. The people... We're sort of on the fence and we have the science. If you go to vashiva.com slash masks, we've built an entire area of the site, which gives you the research that we've done over three years, which shows how masks affect the mouth, how masks can affect periodontal disease. And then you can share with them the public implications. So for example, you can give this card to your local coffee house person, or if your local restaurant employee is wearing the mask, you can say, Hey, look, Did you know those masks are going to cause you dental health problems? Is your employer going to fund your dental health insurance? Or you can give it to a parent who's pulling their kids out of school because they don't want them to wear masks. Well, the public health implications are that parents should ask for tax credits because these masks are fundamentally changing the oral microbiome, which affects your entire health. So that's the scientific research. But we put it into a small card you can hand out to people and drive them to the masks, VHIVA mask site, where they will learn more science. Similarly, I want to go back to the vaccine issue. On the vaccine issue, the issue is not pro-vax and anti-vax. That's again, black versus white, okay? The real issue 
is the fact that we need to boost immunity. And there's a vaccine card. Again, you can do the same thing. Again, this is where the establishment wants the pro-vax, anti-vax argument. So they never have to do anything. Until we came on the scene, they, they would have lost in New Jersey. Our position is we need to build community, boost immunity. And the real issue from the science basis is vaccines for all is based on an outdated immune science. Modern science reveals everyone is unique. Vaccinations do not guarantee a strong immune system. And all of the science we have here at bhuva.com slash vaccines. In fact, nutrition, friendships, activities boost immunity. Then we talk about the fact it was a 1962 Kennedy Vaccination Act. John Kennedy's Act, that's based on 100-year-old science. We need more public education on boosting immunity. We need to do pharmaceutical-grade testing. And this is sort of a conundrum because if they actually did pharmaceutical-grade testing, which takes 13 years, none of these vaccines would have ever been allowed. And then vaccine manufacturers today are protected from liability. So these cards become your weapons. And this is why I'm saying we need to build a bottoms-up movement. Three parts of becoming, a, and by the way, we are buying our own hardware. It's in my data center. We are building our own software. We're not relying on anyone. And all of your contributions, people have asked how you want to help. Well, you can contribute to that at vashiva.com slash join. We're building our infrastructure, independent of big tech. But it's not just Twitter or Facebook. That, that's not going to do it. I have a lot of people who said, Shiva, go create a Twitter or Facebook equivalent. I'm sorry. That's not interesting to me. We need to build a movement. And that technology for that movement is what VA Shiva is. And the elements of that movement are you. And we need 50,000 people by the end of 2021 to get ready for 2022. It is going to be our movement, not the freaking Patriot Party. All right. Not, not again, make America free, great again, run by a woman who's connected with the Kennedys. Okay. Or loves Kennedy. Not those people. It's going to be working people bottoms up because working people have been screwed in this country by left and right, Republican and Democrat. Over the last four years, the unemployment rate in the United States today is 25%. 600 billionaires over Trump's watch doubled their wealth. The stock market, they printed $6.2 trillion. I'm sure Ivanka and Jared did pretty well. So if you want to go follow celebrities, know what they think about you. I've been with them. I used to be in Hollywood for three years. All right. They don't, they don't really care for you. The only people that care for us is us. And we must build a bottoms up movement. We need the right science, which I put together. We need community, which we can do on the platform. And we need to take local action. Local, local action. It's not going to be from Trump and his freaking lawyers. They did shit. My representing myself with the support of other people in federal court, we're the only ones who have two lawsuits that we've gotten three or four victories. All right. So let's start believing in ourselves. Stop following WWF wrestling. All right. Stop following Trump. Stop following the Kennedys. Let it all go because it shows your weakness. The working people of this country are one of the most strongest forces in the universe. They want you to give up your rights, your strength to them. This movement is about giving you back your strength. Bottoms up, bottoms up. I'm merely a catalyst. I learned technology. I built the technology. I learned physics and science. We built the educational tools. And But the goal is to go bottoms up. And I hope you all do that. Become a truth, freedom, and health warrior. That's what this world needs. We need 50,000 people becoming like Jedi Knights. By the way, I have this very interesting sword. 
Okay, one of our volunteers gave us. It's a pretty cool sword. Okay, it says on it, it's like a, it's a sword from Braveheart. Okay, I don't know if you read what it says. It says truth, freedom, and health. Okay, truth, freedom, and health. All right. So this is this is the exact replica of the Braveheart. It's it a great thing I got for my birthday on December second. It's an awesome gift. You can see it. This is what we need. We need to knight people. Okay, we need to knight people. We need like the knights of the round table again. We don't need pussyfooting people. We don't need people who say one thing and do another. The world has had enough of those people. We are here to create a movement, and I hope you do this for you. I will keep pounding away the message because I'm telling you, once I figure out a solution, I am like a, a bulldog. You know, when I was a 14-year-old kid, I used to stay awake until 2 in the morning. That's how I created email. We've created Cytosolve, an amazing tool that's helping us discover medicines that actually work we have, or, or products that work. We've created our first product, MV25, which is a combination of ingredients from two bioflavonoids. It's a systems approach, right? Support this movement. Support it for yourself. Become a warrior for truth, freedom, and health. That's what we need. We need knights. Richard, do you have anything else to say? Richard, by the way, um, you know, is a you know former sanitation worker. Richard is a working class guy. Richard busted his buns for our campaign. We had 3,000 volunteers like Richard, 10,000 lawn signs, 20,000 bumper stickers. We won that campaign. And that's why our election fraud lawsuits are gaining traction because we're going after the real crime scene, which is the computer algorithms. Richard, do you want to say any other points? Yeah, I, I just want to say um, how much I still love that ad. Um, I've seen it so many times. I still love it. I just... I love seeing my daughters in a couple of scenes, and I only bring that up as a reminder to everybody. It doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are. You can still go out there and fight for what you think is right. Richard, you mean our campaign ad, that one? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome ad. Should I play that for people? Well, you just played it, yeah. Oh, this one. This one right here, right? Um, yeah, the one that you and John worked on. Yeah, that one. The recent yeah. one. The one I just played, right? Yes. But, yeah. So, look, I recommend all of you, if I were your teacher, right? And I, uh, your coach, which is what I have been put in the position of to be a catalyst for change in a good way. I was very fortunate to get all those degrees at MIT, be, be exposed to amazing working class people where I grew up in New Jersey, to have that experience with my grandmother in India and people who had nothing. And we have to fight for freedom. It's not going to come from Robert F. Kennedy. It's not going to come from Bernie Sanders. It's not going to come from Donald Trump. It's not. He had four years. He brought in morons around him. I'm sorry. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump should never have been in the White House. But we all were part of the cult. And we have to leave that cult. And we have to start our movement, bottoms up. And the technology is truth, freedom, and health, bottoms up, and exposing the controlled opposition without compromise. Anyone who tells you, oh, why is Shiva attacking Robert F. Kennedy? Why is he attacking Trump? They don't get it. They want to be part of the cult. Stay there. You're going to help create fascism, not liberation. Let me see if there's any questions. By the way, if anyone wants to call me and we can do it. Richard, should we do a call in? Yeah, we can do a call in. Yeah. Um, if you want to do a call in, let me put my number up there. People think I'm crazy for putting my number up, but let me uh, change the banner here. I'm going to put my number up, and we'll take calls as they come in. Don't be upset if I don't. I'll take, uh, we'll take five calls, okay? 
So my number is up there. If you want to make a call, please call. Richard, I'll get them and I'll also put you in. So there's my um, there's my number. If you want to call 617-631-6874 about any comments. But we need to create this movement for truth, freedom, and health. Because the elites are hypocrites. They say one thing and do another. Let's see if there's any questions we have here. Someone said it well. Yep. There is no election. There's only the illusion of an election. Champ Nation. Okay, so we got a call coming in from Hollywood, Florida. Hold on one second, everyone. Hi, who is this? Hello? Hi, Dr. Mashiva. How are you? Oh, good. Go ahead. Ask your question. Hang on. Uh, the, the, uh, let me get the, the um, Hello? Hello? Um, Okay, hold on. Someone else is also calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm going to also plug them in. Awesome. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Who's this? Hi, Dr. Shiva. This is Bobby. My name is Bobby Hamilton, and thank you for taking my call. You've been such an inspiration. Yeah, just turn off the volume in the background so we don't get feedback. Go ahead. We have you and we have someone else from Hollywood, but why don't you go? He's fixing his back end. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, you're, you know, you're leading the people in the right direction. And your expertise in technology and mathematics and science, that's exactly what the world needs. You know, more people like you, just sharing education, giving access to the materials that people don't have. So I just want to thank you. What you're doing is really phenomenal. Thank you. I um, Thank you very much. I'll comment on that. I just have someone else joining also. I'm going to try to plug in. Hello, this is... Hi, this is Dr. Shiva. Hold on one second. Let me go back to the person from Hollywood, California first. A Hollywood, Florida. Go ahead. Hello? Hello? Hold on. No, the person from uh, uh, Hollywood, Florida. Are you still on? Yes, I'm still on. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you ask your question? Yeah, so, um, so this is relating to the, to the, um, to, um, um, to, um, to, so, so this is okay. So it's okay if I continue with the Cuomo. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So why don't you ask your question? Because we've got a lot of people coming in. If you can be brief yeah, and yeah. to the point, yeah. So, so you said you were going to go over the, the thing with uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, uh, what I so why is it that the, the stupid elite like Andrew Cuomo? Why does he keep denying it? I I, I guess this is is it relating to the one rule for them, another rule for us. Uh, Dr. Shiva, yes. Yeah, so, so let's just look at what you just said. You know, I think the bottom line is um, the way it works is the following. You know, I came from an environment where they had something called a caste system, okay? And, and this is just to answer your question. Um, the caste system means you guys all have to follow a set of rules, but not for us. Now, if any one of us did what, if, if any one of us did what that guy did who hit me in the face, right? Or if we did anywhere near what Andrew Cuomo did, we'd be all screwed, okay? But they have their, they know the judges, they know the lawyers, they know everything. They got a back room, guys. It is a banana republic we live in. So exactly. Let me take the next question. Okay, we have someone from Honolulu, Hawaii. Please go. Um, hi, I, I have a question. You mentioned earlier that Hawaii is the most corrupt state in the nation. Yeah. Um, and you also mentioned something about um, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Um, I live in Hawaii. I certainly appreciate um, your um, your uh, your input. Um, 
um, about that. And and then my second question is: Our Governor Ike um, has banned um, the the FOI FOIA FOIA um, FOIA right. Um, and so it um, I, I'm not sure. I, I guess. If you have any um, suggestions on how to best deal with that, just go ahead and, and do a FOIA request and, and walk it out the, step by election? step. Is this for the elections? Or just yes. Yeah, so let me, let me educate you on that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question. And um, so, so let's talk about Hawaii, okay? The Center for Public Integrity, they do an analysis. Massachusetts was rated, uh, I think, the third most uh, corrupt. I think Hawaii was the most corrupt. Now I have, look, I've met Tulsi Gabbard. You know, she comes across as a nice person. Okay. But that's the point. These guys all come across as nice people. Okay. And they'll just say enough things to make us think that they are quote unquote, nice people. Okay. But Tulsi Gabbard was a member of the CFR, right? Center for foreign relations, which is a warmongering outfit. She says, so her shtick is, she uses the word military industrial academic or military industrial complex, right? So if you looked at the last election, if you notice everyone had their shtick and I will put money on it, Barack Obama was running the entire backroom operations. What he did was he created a rainbow. He, he had an Andrew Yang, right? Talking about UBI. Then he had Tulsi Gabbard talking about military industrial complex. Then he had um, one of the guys, you know, the, the, the guy who's gay, right? Forget his name in uh, Mayor Pete, right? Then he had yeah. um, someone who's black. He had every spectrum. And at the end of the day, the way you can measure these people's sincerity, and this is why I think Tulsi Gabbard is full of BS. What did Tulsi Gabbard do at the end? She endorsed Joe Biden, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, Tulsi Gabbard, and people say, well, she's a Democrat. No. And that's what tells you. They all talk their shtick. So, the way you want to think about this is the following way. When you take a systems perspective, this becomes very clear. If you follow the principles, if you don't, if you understand electricity, gravity, and magnetism, you won't get lost. But if you don't, you will, you will, you will always make rationalizations for bad behavior. So let's look at it this way. You have the eagle. The head of the eagle is the establishment. The two shoulders are the obvious versions of the establishment. Okay? You have on the on the left quote unquote left, you have the Democrat elite, the Clintons, right? The Obamas, right? The Bidens. That's the shoulder of the left shoulder of the eagle. On the right shoulder are the McConnells, right? The Romneys, right? Um, the Newt Ginriches, these kind of guys, right? The McCains, okay? That's that one side. But then, the, the remember, the, the, the establishment cannot fly and take off unless it has their wings, right? The things at the edges. And, and that's why on the left, they need a Bernie. They need an AOC attacking the shoulder. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. that pulls in, and this is the dynamics. Once you get it, you'll get it. That pulls, pulls in all the working class people who think Bernie cares for them or the black people or whoever it is, right? The minorities, yeah. that's their shtick. So they, and remember the wing will even you know, wave and attack the shoulder, which is the RNC of the DNC. And that's how they, but they will never ever go against the establishment. At the end of the day, Bernie Sanders bowed down and he gave all of his votes to Hillary. At the end of the day, he gave all of yeah. his votes to Biden. He's a complete scumbag. 
He didn't create an independent movement. I had some very sincere, very naive friends of mine who are like, you know, we're into new age and yoga and they do meditation. They're like, oh, Bernie's such a great guy. You know, he's from Vermont, blah, blah, blah. He's a revolutionary. I said, look, Bernie's going to sell you out. Mark my words on the floor of the Democratic Convention. He's going to talk about the lesser of two evils and he's going to hug and kiss Hillary Clinton. That's exactly what he did. Jesse Jackson did that. Now, you have the same phenomenon occurring on the right. Trump played a big game. Okay, lock her up, right? All that stuff, right? Make America great again, dot, 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 dot. But at the end of the day, he said, I'm never going to concede. He didn't do anything to Hillary because him and his, you know, his daughters and his son-in-law are like this with the Clintons. They're part of the Upper West Side, East Side crowd in New York. And, you know, they made a lot of money. They're buying a nice home next to Tom Brady. That's not what occurred to the working class people. And I saw right in front of my eyes, we fought and are fighting the real fight against election fraud. The RNC, the DNC, and the Trump campaign ran a fake fight. They raised $300 million in eight, eight weeks. They, they lost every lawsuit. So now Trump is becoming like the Bernie of the right. He attacks the RNC. You know, he's going to try to take advantage of Trumpers to give him money. And they'll have a squabble. But at the end of the day, he's not breaking with the establishment. Neither is Tulsi Gabbard. So we, you say, so, but this understanding, once we get enough people getting, and I think it's about 50,000 people, we're going to have a, a real movement. We're going to have real change. Without that, with always giving these people men, you know, men's, nothing's going to happen. Thank you. Let me take this other call. Hello, Dr. Shiva speaking. Mr. Shiva. Yes, how are you? What's your question? You got to speak a little bit louder so everyone can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, so this is the deal. Um, I'm wondering why we're not speaking about 9-11 and why JFK was murdered. Okay, well, we can do a whole show on that. If you want, send me some points to VA Shiva. I, I understand. I understand your thoughts about JFK Jr. I respect No, RFK Jr. RFK Jr. Yeah. I turned my voice around against him because of these facts. But thing is, didn't you think at one point that JFK was talking the truth about what was really happening to America? Yeah, so let's talk about, look, JFK is very different. I'll give you my position of John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy in 1962 is the one who signed the Kennedy Vaccination Act. And I can give him a benefit of the doubt because Everything he did was based on the on uh, a science of the immune system that goes back to 1915. Okay, but his right. So that that's fine. The issue with John Kennedy. One of the great things about Kennedy, he gave a very famous John F. Kennedy, and not the other criminals. Okay, who followed him. Um, John F. Kennedy gave a very famous speech at the National uh, uh, at, at National Academy of Sciences, where he said, "You know, we have a major problem in democracy now." And he said, the problem is that the, 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 the problems of the world have become complicated, right? Like the healthcare system, transportation system, right? In, in, think about all the problems. They're not simple problems. And he was speaking in front of 2,500 scientists when he said was the problem is that we rely on you. And he was telling the scientists to tell me what to do, right? So you have, a, you have, you have millions, hundreds of millions of people elect a president, then the president to make a decision goes to a small set of people, scientists and engineers 
who get funded by institutions of power, where, particularly today, where their decisions could be based not on truth. And so Kennedy, I think, was quite profound. John F. Kennedy, but he, I mean, the apple fell far from the tree, uh, even with his brother and everyone that followed. But thank I you. I know about Joe Kennedy. I know about Joe Kennedy. Yeah. But don't you think that this guy may have become enlightened and figured out that he was working for the wrong crew? Possibly. Yeah, that's possible. You're saying John F. Kennedy, possibly. Thank you. Let me take this other call. Thank you. Okay, who do we have? Hello? Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hello? Yes. Okay, I can't hear myself on the video, but I basically sent the text asking, like, what is your, um, can you go over that article of what you have an explanation for how it kind of ties into today's situation? Which article? The Journey Across East and West, Science and Tradition, Ancient and Modern. Excuse me, say that again? The Journey Across East and West, Science and Tradition, Ancient and Modern, because I've been really trying to tie the, the ancient with the modern day situation and a lot of like how that works together. What is your, what is that article about and like what, what do you, how would you explain it, like what's going on now? Yeah, okay, so someone's asking a question. On the website on vhshiva.com, there's a story I wrote which is um, my journey to really come to all this. It's called A Journey Across East, West, Ancient and um, uh, Modern, East and West. That one, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. I'm gonna take this other person. I'm gonna, because, uh, and then I'll, I'll answer it while I have this other person on hold. Hold on one second. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I'm gonna answer this question and I'll come right to you. Hold on. So, um, so, one of the things I wanted to share to answer the previous person's uh, question is in, you know, I came to the United States when I was a seven-year-old kid in 1970. And then five years later, my grandmother on my mom's side was, was horribly ill. So me and my mom went back to India to visit her. And remember, that's when I realized a stark difference as a kid. I went back into this deep village where I had grown up and I, you know, I saw my aunt who lived in a 10 foot by 10 foot little hut literally a hut uh, made up of, you know, palm leaves. It was grinding poverty there. And my grandparents, you know, who uh, worked 16 hours a day in the field. And I realized when I was leaving on that second trip, I was at the train station and they were crying with this deep sense of love for me, great sense of love. And I realized how much they'd sacrificed and that I would be going back to a world which had running water, which had electricity, which that village didn't have. And that I would be going back to these working class people who had helped me. And I was 12 years old at the time. And I realized that if I didn't do something to um, take advantage of all these incredible gifts that I was going to be given back in America, that I would basically be a leech, you know, a complete parasite. So when I wrote that, you can read it. It's about that. But it was about the fact that I had been exposed to two different worlds. I was exposed to this deep, ancient world. I mean, in India, what's powerful is... I don't know, how, you know, it's all a lot of the Indians even experiences, but you could in a train ride go all the way from Bombay, which was like 21st century, all the way back to, you know, a couple of thousand years ago. And that's the journey I could go back to into a deep ancient time um, where community, there was decentralization. I mean, those small villages were beautiful places. They didn't have a lot of things, but you had total community. But the other piece in that village was my grandmother was a traditional healer. She practiced traditional systems of medicine, which was based on the right medicine for the right person at the right time. 
and um, and it was science and tradition. So where we are today, we have to really meld both of these worlds. We have to take from the East and the West. It's not, you know, Western medicine is good if you get your, God forbid, you get in a major car accident, you need surgery and all those things, but it knows jack about prevention. It knows nothing about that. So you take the best from the East, what I teach in Systems Health, in our courses, where I try to integrate both. The other thing is ancient and modern. The ancient traditions were based on decentralization of power. And where we're moving to, which is sort of the fascist model, is centralization of power. The traditional, if you look at many, many of the traditional philosophies, they were based on under, supporting the individual, that there was a divinity in each person, that, that we should go back to decentralization of power. So that's something profound that everyone can appreciate from ancient times. And in fact, the founders of this country were children of the Enlightenment, and they were very, very moved by people like Emerson and, 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 and people, uh, you know, of even ancient times before that, or, or the kinds of philosophers, which were basically about decentralization of power. And then finally, when you talk about science and tradition, you look at, you know, for example, these electronic voting machines, okay? In traditional times, they didn't have electronic voting machines. People did small villages, decentralized. They used to do stuff in simple paper ways. In some ways, tradition can be far more superior than advanced technology. And I can tell you as a technologist, we need to get, if you combine science and tradition, it leads to the ultimate solution. In, the, in that case, we need to get rid of these electronic voting machines. We need to go back to the family at the local level. Election day needs to be a communal event in a very traditional way. All of us should be involved in counting votes. All of us should have paper. We should get rid of this automaton robotic uh, events that are taking place. That's what I meant by that. Go ahead, ask your question. We have another person, go ahead. Hello, go ahead. Hey, hi Dr. Steve, how are you? How are you, good. Good, I, I watched uh, your testimony. Can Somebody you speak a little bit louder? Can you speak a little bit louder? Yes. I, I watched some of the hearings, you know, when you testified in regard to the elections, you know, and it was actually mind-blowing, you know, that, that the results that you have reached, you know, that the way they, you know, the percentages, you know, how, uh, you know, 100, 100 people voted, but there's actually in numbers, there's 110 people voted, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and how, I mean, you, you were speaking the truth here a minute ago about you know, as far as the DNC and RNC, you know, and it just, it just all, a lot of fakeness going on. And the point is, you know, you said, so I'm, I'm 51 years old. And how we're going to start trying some of these people away from those corrupt systems and try to get some of this younger generation to kind of, you know, follow the facts, follow the science, follow, follow the truth. And for some reason, the truth, have no value anymore into our society. Yeah, so let me tell you, you know, I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna release this tomorrow. I'm gonna show you this. I'm gonna answer your question, but thank you. Let me answer your question, okay? Thank you. So um, we have been just built a new site that we wanna give, to answer this question, what, look, I gave that hearing, the real crime scene of election fraud is a computer algorithms. Richard, are you still there? Richard, Georgia. So the real crime scene of election fraud 
is the computer algorithms. It is not mail-in ballots, which Trump and the RNC and the DNC are going to try to scam people on make money. It is not voter suppression. Um, it is the electronic voting machines and their algorithms. So what we have done is that I'm going to, this is a soft launch. Let me show you. If everyone goes to, I'm going to show you this website we just built. It's called one person, one vote.info. One person dot one, one vote.info. Let me put it up here so everyone can see it. In the banner section, I'll put it up here. Let me uh, edit the ticker here one second to everyone. So if we go to one person, one vote uh, info, okay? If we go right here, one person, one vote dot info, let me uh, put this banner up, okay? Um, which will take you to this site right now. I'm going to stop and share with you. This is in beta mode. It hasn't fully launched, but you're welcome to test it out. Uh, let me go right here. Okay. And one person, one vote, it's called Clean Elections, One Person, One Vote. And you can watch this video, but if you want to know how we're going to get to clean elections, put your name and your address and mobile number, and then I'm going to give you a video that will teach you exactly what you can do. Go to one person, one vote, uh, dot info, And you're going to understand exactly what we can do to get to clean elections. It's a beta site. If there's any bugs, let me know. It'll be fully ready tomorrow. But since you asked, I wanted to let you know about this. So this, the bottom line is this. The only way that we're going to get to clean elections is the following. The only way we're going to get to clean elections is if we go to our local towns and do two things. And I will teach you exactly what those two things are. It's very simple. And you can do it from the comfort of your own home. I teach you on this method, the, the movement for clean elections, not just clean elections, but one person, one vote, because the electronic voting machines have algorithms that can flip votes, is when you go to one person, one vote.info, I will give you a technique you can do, which is you go to your local towns your town clerk, you can do it through email or physical, and you're going to ask them for two pieces of data. One piece of data is called the participating voters list, and they're supposed to give this to you by law, the list of people who voted. And let's say the list of people who actually voted, not registered to vote, is, I don't know, 200. Okay, 200 people came, either mail-in ballots, absentee ballots, early voting, or physically came in. 200 people to a precinct or to a town. And let's say the total ballots, the actual votes cast should be what? If 200 people came into your town to vote, how many ballots, how many votes should there be? 100, 200, 500, how many? 200, right? 200, okay? So if there's 200 people that came to vote, there should be 200 votes. That's called the ballots cast. Well, what everyone should do, and I'll show you when you go sign up at the site, I'll because it's a, a video I share with you and I'll send you an email. I'll in fact send you a text message. You will understand exactly what to do. And all of you can become activists. No one else is going to do it. Rudy Giuliani ain't going to do it. He made $100,000 a week, guys. He doesn't give a damn about this because it'll show that both Republicans and Democrats are both scumbags. They've both been stealing elections from us. It's selections, not elections. So I've created a very simple technique, and we can do that nationally. In every town for the 2020 election, I will teach you what to do. You ask for these two pieces of data. I've, I've created the letters, the templates, and then you will see what happens. Either they'll 
hem and haw. And if they hem and haw, let me know. I'll tell you how to go back at them. And when you get the data, we'll find out if P, number of people, matches V. If it is, okay, it's a clean town. If it doesn't, you know you got a dirty town. If they don't want to give you that data, it's a questionable town. And we're going to start putting these people on notice. But this is something everyone can do in the 20,000, 30,000 odd towns across the United States, okay? Someone says it's going to be 80 million truth, freedom, and health warriors. Okay, but you know what? Uh, 50,000 enlightened people, okay? 50,000 trained enlightened people are like an army of a couple of billion people. I can tell you that. So we get 50,000 people who understand these. Look at, look at it this way. How many people know how to build a nuclear bomb in the world? Maybe about 100 people. Those people are powerful people. One of those people is a very powerful person. The technology and the educational that I've unleashed and created for you will make you that kind of nuclear physicist, that kind of nuclear revolutionary. So it's not the numbers of people. You need numbers, but you need a number of people with the right knowledge. And that's what we're doing. All right, Richard, any final closing? I think we've covered it. I want to see a lot of Truth, Freedom, and Health warriors sign up, get all your friends to sign up. And, and you're doing two things. First of all, you're getting educated and you're getting a ton of stuff. You're getting books, knowledge, et cetera. And all, whatever you contribute goes plows right into supporting our movement to get servers, to expand it, to build the website, to make it faster, our own video technology, everything. We plow it right back in. It's our movement. Thank you, everyone. Richard, you want to say any final things? No, just everybody should go to vashiva.com and join up. Join up, okay? Let's build this movement. It's our movement. To hell with the Democrats, to hell with the Republicans, to hell with all of them, to hell with celebrities. It's you are you are the force. You are the knight, okay? <laughs> you become the warrior for truth, freedom, and health. That's what we need, okay? Thank you. Be well. Richard, hold on. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone on Instagram. Have a good night. Be well. Let me finish up people on Instagram. Okay, they're done. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a good evening. I'll see you tomorrow. Go to onepersononevote.info, sign in, so we can start sending you information on what you can do in your local community.